Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 153, but before we get to the episode, I got to plug a couple shows. On July 6th, I'll be headlining the House of Comedy in Phoenix. So if you're in Phoenix, you know anybody in Phoenix, let them know. Let's pack this one out. It's going to be a, a grand old time. And then two weeks later, I got a big date. I'm headlining the Comedy Zone in Columbus, Georgia, which is like a little bit outside of Atlanta. So come on out if you know anybody in Atlanta. Send them the information, please. And then after that, do do do. I think it's um. There's a few in between, but I forgot. But on September 9th and September 10th, I'll be headlining the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It's just outside Pencil or uh, just outside uh, Philadelphia. It's gonna be a gay ass old time, and we're bring I'm bringing uh, Mike Eaton to feature for me, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. If you know anybody in that area, hit him up. And without out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 153. I'm out here in Austin, Texas at my new house with Sean Malavy. I'm back. Is this my third appearance? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Third appearance. Um, it was episode, I think, 30-something. 30, 30 or no, it was episode 25, 101, and now 153. Yeah, I'm in worse shape than I was in for either one of those. Um, <laughs> I think the first time we did it, we smoked and you coughed so violently that you looked like a toddler having a meltdown, like <laughs> snot coming out of your face and shit. Um, and then the second one was at my place in Arizona. That was fun. I think we were a little drunk. Might have said some, <laughs> I think a couple of uh, would-be rapists caught some heat on that one. Uh, and then today, I'm so violently hungover that uh, we're just going to really get into it. Like, obviously, you guys don't know where we are. We're at Galen's house and it's like... 69 degrees in here and both of my hands are sweating because <laughs> I am dying. So <laughs> it's good to be here though. And Austin's been super sick. Yeah, dude, this is the first, I think you're the first guest that's been on the episode on, on the podcast in three different States, three different episodes recorded in three oh, different damn. States. Yeah, there we go. I didn't even think about that. That first episode was crazy. Cause, uh, the podcast equipment was back when I just had like one mic that would just sit in between. Yeah, that's was, right. The, right on the, the table, yeah. The audio is dog shit because like we were just, I was sitting in like a little fold-up chair trying to talk loud so that everybody could hear us. I think I remember you like in it looking at me and being like, speak up, speak up. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is such a shantily run operation, but yeah, whatever, let's do it. And the best part is like a shitload of people would listen to it back then too. Yeah. So it's just like, they're just, I, I, just, I just wish somebody would, uh, would have like DM me even like, bro, what's going on? You yeah. know, you just pay Is this on your iPhone, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, no, I mean, it's cool to see how much you've like, I mean, yeah. What'd you just say? 153. That's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. It's yeah, totally bro. fucking crazy. And we've got this sweet ass fucking cutie out in the backyard. I love it. This is a dog I'm talking about. I'm not <laughs> an absolute psycho misogynist that just saw a human walk by. We got a real sweetie in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck yeah. She's so cute. Uh, definitely <laughs> talking about a dog. Um, no, yeah. This place is cool, man. I like your new, your new digs. Hey, you know what, uh, what happened like an hour outside of here? Mm, shooting? Yeah. <laughs> Had a feeling. <laughs> 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 it wasn't going to be you telling me about a parade. I had a feeling. Uh, yeah, you want to go to the, the, the Renaissance Fair. It's actually an hour outside of town. Yeah. Was that the shooting? It was just bows and arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you ever been to the Ren Fair? No. So I went recently and it's, it's hilarious because first off. Did you show up dressed up? Fuck no. 
And that's the, that's what I'm about to say. Like, oh, okay. there, there's two kinds of people, right? Or three kinds of people. There's people that are like me, normal folks that are like, yeah, I want to eat a turkey leg and drink some beer and look at, you know, some fucking, some peasants, some, some <laughs> barmaids and shit. Um, but then there's people that are like super into it. And then, dude, there's just fucking BDSM cultists walking around. There's a dude in like leather underwear. Uh... <laughs> Wearing a leather dog head and a leash and a collar being dragged around by somebody. And I'm with a three-year-old and she goes, ooh, puppy. And I go, don't fucking pet that dog, dude. That is not a dog. That's not what you think it is. And so there's all these weird, weird, well, weird sex it? people. Why were you there with a three-year-old? Uh, I was with my buddy and his kids. And oh, so, oh, yeah, oh, I was, I was like, there. Whoa, well, whoa, I just whoa. kidnapped her and that was the first place I could go. Um, <laughs> no, but then there's like all these people that are like into it, right? Like cosplay type shit. Yeah. And they've got <laughs> legit swords. And all they do, this is so fucking funny to me. This is just like, this is like pussies, right? Uh, because the truth is, you wouldn't let somebody bring an AR-15 into something because it was part of their cosplay. <laughs> but they'll let them bring an 11-foot sword. And it's like a real sword. And all they do is put a zip tie on it so that they're like, it's in the hilt. And they put a little zip tie and they're like, hey, don't take it out. And people are like, sure. And just break the zip tie <laughs> and are walking around with impalable swords and all kinds of weapons and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know what's going on here. And, oh, and then the other thing is like carnies. I've never actually seen carnies, I don't think. And these are legit carnies that run no, these what are you talking about? you're at a rent fair like carnies are like the dudes that are like so i thought till i see the guy directing traffic with a fucking uh, a length of cigarette that i didn't know existed <laughs> uh <laughs> just loosely hanging on his lip and then there's a lady that's like all the people serving food are like missing teeth and just like gnarly and i'm sitting there like this lady's like just gumming you know she's got no teeth and she's like what kind of turkey like i want and i'm like you know I'm second guessing the whole thing looking at you now. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I guess I'll get one. She gave me like two for free, which was cool. But Two turkey uh, legs for free? Two turkey legs for free, yeah. How do you think that turkey felt? Um, like fucking, he was looking down like I died yeah. for fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> waited. They fed me all this shit for nothing, bro. Yeah. I'm going to sponsor his wheelchair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure his coupe is ADA certified. But uh, well, I was just going to ask, like, how do you think those people get those jobs? Uh, I think because they just live there, like that's what I'm saying. These are carnies, like no, I'm saying, but like so, you, like you, you, so every once in a while here in Austin, like this pop up fair happens. It's like this mini pop up fair in like the Walmart parking lot, mm -hmm. and you know they have like you know food and funnel cakes and whatever, and then like some shit ass made um like Ferris wheel and a couple trash ass rides, garbage. Uh, but it's like, dude, those people have to travel with it because they go to like, you know, San Antonio and then Houston yeah. and then Corpus Christi and shit like that. And it's like, bro, how do you get a job there, dude? Like, that sucks dick. Have you ever been to Corpus Christi since you moved here? No. Dude, that there's like a a star, a, a star destroyer. Jesus Christ. I'm such a fucking nerd. Uh, <laughs> there's like a destroyer warship that's old Lexington or something. And when you walk up on this fucking thing, bro, it's like chicken pox. That's how many fucking visible uh, jellyfish you can see in the Gulf. And so, like, people always ask me, like, how'd you get into comedy? Here's a great example, right? Went to Corpus Christi when I'm about 11. 
go on the tour of the battleship, go, holy shit, look at all those fucking jellyfish. I'm not getting in that water. And my dad's like, you're for sure getting in the water. <laughs> uh, we're going to go get jet skis and get in. And I was like, mm, all right, you know, jet skis. I'm not a bitch. I'm going <laughs> yeah. you know, get on the back of the ski, do that. This fool legit just went buck wild until I flew off of the jet ski on purpose, was just rapidly and aggressively eaten alive by jellyfish and was on the shore like five minutes later having my skin broken open by Latina women rubbing meat tenderizer into me to make the fucking like poison go away and my dad's just cackling laughing the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Just dying laughing. I'm crying. I'm in severe pain. My mom's telling him it's not funny and he's like, I mean, it's pretty, it looked funny. It's pretty funny. Dumb fucker. (laughs) Good old John Malavia. Good old John Malavia. Corpus Christi is sick, though, dude. That's You should for sure go down there. Yeah, I think it's more like two hours away. It's yeah, exactly. I think shows down there, but um, I just haven't had a chance to go down there. But it was funny because I was just thinking about how those people get those jobs because I just did a show, uh, that theater gig in Kerrville, Texas. <laughs> uh, and it was funny because I it was the first time I'd ever heard anybody use over yonder as like an actual term of direction. Yeah. Uh, I was in this, I was in this fucking, I was trying to find a post because like, so I just started since I, I travel a lot now, whenever I do a show like in another state or another town that I haven't been to before, I get a postcard and I write and I mail it to my mom so yeah. she could collect all these postcards for over the years. Cause I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it's also cool for her. You know what I mean? hundred um, percent. Moms love that shit. Yeah. And, um, so I'm in there trying to find postcards. And then I asked the dude behind the counter, I was like, yo, do y'all got like a KFC out here? Uh, and this is like a small butt fuck, like hick town. Bro. Yeah. And I was like, y'all got a KFC out here? And he goes, nah, man. And then, uh, this dude, this guy, this the, one of the fattest dudes I've ever seen, was sitting down in like a fold-up chair. Like this dude was so fat that he brought his own fold-up chair to wait in line. <laughs> like he couldn't stand in the line, bro. But he was, also was like, I'm, he also didn't want to be in a wheelchair because he's like, well, I'm not retarded. And so, but yeah, he, like, so my, he brought a chair. My legs sit. work. My mouth just works harder. <laughs> Fucking scrub, dude. And so he, um, the guy goes. <laughs> And I turn and he goes, he goes there. He's like, there ain't, he's like, there ain't no KFC in town, but there's a Popeye's over yonder. And I was like, all right, bro. And then I asked, I asked him if there was a a Panda Express and he goes, I don't even know what that is. I I bet you don't. Panda, bro. How do you not know what Panda, you don't have a TV? I wouldn't be surprised if that dude didn't know what a Panda was. There's only two kind of bears, boy. Brown ones and black ones. There's no black and white bear. China bear. It's like, yeah, dude. China bear. <laughs> dude, it's like so Panda Express. I'm doing the I'm doing the gig and I'm like doing a couple local like whatever talking about Kerrville and I start riffing about uh about this place and I was like, man, y'all don't even got like a f-. I, I tell that story about the and I was like, oh, the over yonder thing it, it fucking lands. And then I do the, the Panda Express thing, and then this dude in the front row yells out, we ain't got no Panda Express, but we got a Chinatown. And I literally this looked at This guy gets it. I literally, <laughs> I literally looked at the guy in front of the whole crowd, and I was like, 
shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just, I drove through your entire town. You're telling me. So it was really funny because like what I thought was, because you know, I'm from LA and I've been to San Francisco and I've been to all these cities. I thought that he was legitimately telling me that they legit have, have a like, Chinatown. Yeah, like a district, yeah. like a Chinatown district. And I was like, shut the fuck up. There's no way no. that you guys have a Chinatown. Yeah, it's that and, one church. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I was like, I was riffing and I was like, I responded to the guy and I was like, with actual, you know, Asian people? And he goes, yeah, man. And I was like, do they live here or are they just visiting one time? And everybody's like, quick, get them. We need Chinese food. <laughs> Don't let them leave. <laughs> And it lands, right? It lands. And then the guy goes, what are you talking about, man? And I was like, he like just didn't get The whole crowd's laughing. And he just didn't get it. And then we came to the realization that the name of the only Chinese restaurant is Chinatown. Yeah. And so I thought this whole time, I thought that they had like an actual, you know, like a, like a Chinatown district. Nope. You know? Just like, Chinatown. <laughs> just Chinatown. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's how you know I'm not from here. Is that I was like, whoa, shit, you have a Chinatown here? And they're like, what are you talking about, man? That sounds like one GI came home with a China lady, Chinese <laughs> lady, sorry, uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And she was just like, well, we're just going to open Chinatown. And, and that's going to be the whole thing. But I mean, what is, what is the over yonder supposed to mean? Like if like, somebody, like, oh, if that yeah, fat fuck told me oh, there's a Popeye's over yonder, I would have been like, I'm sure that you just float there when you smell it, but I don't know what the fuck over yonder is. So let's maybe point. <laughs> like, over yonder? I wonder if it's like, if you can get hick enough where like you get places where like even like Google Maps is like, over yonder, take a right. <laughs> means over there but yeah. you're right that, that could just mean literally like over yeah. there could be behind me yeah. in front oh, of it's me. over yonder cool bro um <laughs> let's just go like one step further uh and just even let's just nod your head in the direction of it like i just don't get it <laughs> cool, bro. And, and when you tell me stories like that i'm picturing people that i'm going i don't know if you have fewer brain cells or teeth but <laughs> Uh, that's that's exactly what it yeah, is, bro. Which and what's nuts is it doesn't seem to be slowing them down at the consuming of food. Um, and I thought teeth were a pretty primary part of eating food. And these people are fatter than shit <laughs> and still have no teeth. And I'm like, I know you're not just like liquefying this and sucking it down like a milkshake. I'm sure you drink tons of milkshakes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's McDonald's is soft enough to just be mashed up like a baby mouth. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. It's definitely been interesting out here. It is funny because, like, the people, like, when you get into those small towns, you do a show in, like, a small town like that, and, uh, like, they don't know how to, like, really, like, give compliments. So after the show, there was, like, you know, people taking pictures with me and, like, young people that have moved there from other places that, like, know what's up. Yeah. They were talking to me about, like, shit like that and, you know, taking pictures with me, fucking, you know, asking for my Instagram, whatever. And then, like, like every, I'd say, like, every fifth person would just be, like, an old man that would walk by and just be like... You did all right. And just keep walking. <laughs> Straight up, like, in my face. They're, and one of them literally was like, you were okay. And just kept walking. I was like, but for them, that's like, let's like. Yeah, high praise. Yeah, that's high praise. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll take it. But like, from coming from like Orange County, they're like, you did all right. You're like, wow, I fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> if somebody in Orange County told me I did all right, I might crash my car. <laughs> <laughs> 
That just sounds like the worst, meanest fucking. He did all right. Okay. Well, Who did that? Jim Jeffries, I think, like said that he bombed and he was with his dad and oh. driving home. His dad was like, maybe you're just not that good at this. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be so mortifying. Just like he's like he said it in a way that he sounded like he believed in me, but also doesn't at all. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds exact. That's my dad. He's That's like, pretty fair. yeah, my dad's like, hey, dude, you can do anything you want, except probably that. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter what the that is. It's always the same thing. He's except, so risk averse. It's so funny for probably that. That's fucking funny. dude. Yeah, it's fucking parents, man. They're so funny. But uh, it was really funny because so I just got back from a run where I headlined in. I did, we did shows in San Francisco, Bend, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. And I had uh, I did great on every show. Raf did great on every show except for Seattle. And Dom did great on every show except for San Francisco. So it was really funny going on each drive. The whole time I'm just like, this, this is fucking rocks. Yeah. And like... After San Francisco, which was like the first stop, Don was like, fuck San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. I just hated it. And he's like, fuck all these people. And it was also actually really funny because uh, we showed up like late because I wanted to stop somewhere, like always. And I always, I always add like hours to the trip just because yeah. I want to stop somewhere. Uh, but it's like, fuck it. Like, when are you going to go do this shit again, you know? 100%. And um, so he had to shit like the whole time we were at the show. But it's also his fault because the venue had a fucking bathroom. And it was actually a pretty nice bathroom. And uh, Is but, he... See, someone that won't poop in public? Yeah, no. Dom, I love you, buddy, but (laughs) you legally can't wear a cut-off denim vest and not be able to poop when you have to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tough when it counts. (laughs) Gets the ick looking at a public toilet. That's so funny. Uh, and it was a nice, what's even funnier though, is that it's like, what's the difference? Oh, you're going to act, you're actually going to love this story. The way that you're going to love this. bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, but the show was in the tenderloin and you know what the tenderloin is? Is it the gay club? No, it's like the skid row of San Francisco. So it's, (laughs) so literally when you were walking to the venue, like Dom stepped on a crack pipe. I'm just picturing gay homeless people. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. All right, so no, you're in the tenderloin, which sounds so gay. It's but the scariest, bro. Like it's so gnarly. People literally, people die there, bro. Like every, <laughs> every night, they said, "Oh, so this is the best part." So Dom and Raf are outside because Dom has to go shit. So we're done with the show. I go in. I was like, "Okay, cool," because it was our second show of the night. So I was like, "Cool." It was this small theater. There was probably like sixty people in it. It was really cool. And I was like, "All right, bet I'm gonna go get our money and then let's bail." Cause we were the, they, the guy was like nice enough to like put us up first because mm-hmm. I was, cause we had to like leave in the morning to like drive to Oregon. And so I was like, yo bro, like we're trying to like dip. Uh, and so he was like, yeah, sure. Puts us up We Raph and I had great sets. And then Dom, he kind of, he ate it, bro. They hated him. Cause he was, he was doing like you know, San Francisco like shit. And they're like, it was just like, yo, why would you do that one joke? <laughs> you, know, <it's> like, <laughs> you opened with it, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so I was like, all right, bet they're outside waiting. Cause Dom has to shit. We're going to go back to the hotel. And I was like, all right, I'm going to run in and get our money. I ended up watching the rest of the whole show. (laughs) 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 So like I disappeared for like an hour and the whole time they're fucking sitting out front, bro, uh, waiting and some fucking crackhead 
like like limps by Dom and Dom's just like this, like dude we got to get the fuck out of here like like so many homeless people ran by him but then this crackhead told them he's like he's like man you guys have been out here for a minute huh and he's like the guy told him he's like did you know that like like per square mile more people die in the tenderloin than die in Iraq and he fucking he's like Dom was like no, I didn't fucking know that, and I didn't need to fucking know that, dude. <laughs> I would have been like, based on this conversation I'm having, I'm cool with that, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope you're the next statistic. <laughs> uh, and the guy just limps away. And so then I finally, I get her money. I go out front. I was like, I'm fucking hungry. And Dom's like, fuck you. He's like, <laughs> he's like, where were you? Like, what the hell took so long? And I was like, yeah, I just decided to watch the rest of the show. And he's like, what do you mean you decided? About? And I was like, hey, the guy was funny. And I was like, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and I'm, I just, that's why I think the main thing is I just, I'm just a comedy fan on top of it too. So if somebody's yeah. funny, I want to watch it. Yep. Um, and, and so I we start walking around trying to we're walking around the tenderloin at like one in the morning trying to find like a pizza place. Nope. And yeah, there's they're all closed down, like windows busted out, fucking like t- bars on the windows. And so we finally like, fuck it, let's uh we Uber back to the hotel. And uh Raph is also hungry, and there's this deli across the street. So me and him going to this deli, we're like, we're gonna get beer, uh, a couple fresh sandwiches. And so we're in there, Tom's like, I gotta go shit. So he goes in the hotel room. So we get our sandwiches. They, this this Arab guy, super cool, makes it fresh, slices it right in front of us, everything, bro. We go into the room, and Dom's in the shower. We were like, what the fuck? He uh, shit himself. Yeah, even better. Even better, bro. He takes, he takes a shit. And what he, what I, didn't, I forgot to tell him that like I clogged the toilet. <laughs> and so he's sitting there taking a shit, and he takes a shit, and he gives a courtesy flush. For when we get back, he gives a courtesy flush. Doesn't realize it, but the toilet flush raises up and dunks his dick and balls in his shit water. I might become trans if that happened to me. That's you just gotta get rid of the whole thing. So he looks down and he's like, "I know." He, he was literally like, "I know this isn't what just happened." He looks down his. Dick, I know his, this isn't what just happened. His dick and balls are just fully submerged in like diarrhea water, bro. Dude, I did something like uh, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, I hooked up with this girl and like fell asleep like immediately afterwards. Like at her place? No, at my her place. <laughs> um, no, at my place. And I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and my brain was like, "We don't know what's happening. What the fuck is happening?" And I looked down. I had the rubber on still, right. and I'm just filling this water balloon with piss. <laughs> And it's dunking down into the tank. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I had to rip it off and it's, you know, it's coming out. It was terrible. Uh, I've never, I don't know, Trojan, you guys are killing it. I mean, the fucking thing stayed on for like six hours on my much smaller dick. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty incredible. Oh, shit. Dude, I, uh, California, like, <laughs> the people are shit. Homeless people, like, I don't want to say all homeless people are bad, but if you're, like, a fucking, you know, wet-brained lunatic homeless person, you're a kook regardless of geography. Um, But, like, in Texas, the people, the civilians, are nice as fuck. Like, everyone I meet is super nice. Like, when I lived in San Antonio, if you had a flat tire, there'd be a line of people trying to see if you were okay. Fucking Los Angeles, real skid row. When I was, like, 19, I got lost. 
and what, in Skid Row. Yeah, and looked up and was like, "Oh no, I'm on Skid Row." And <laughs> I had like four thousand dollars worth of camera equipment in my backpack, and this fucking junkie saw me and literally chased me the entire length of a fucking like freeway tunnel in Los Angeles. And I'm talking like you know Los Angeles traffic. Yeah, two hundred cars. Just like, oh, look, that guy's going to get murdered. And just <laughs> moved on with their fucking day. Well, what would you do? You were to go out there and fight some junkie for some 19-year-old kid? Maybe, like, lay on the horn or something. They're skittish, you know? These fucking junkies, they, whoa, with the horn, do something. Yeah. Don't just be like, <laughs> run, bitch! I mean, come on, dude. It's fucking such bullshit, but... Dude, when I fucking broke my elbow, uh, I, I, I was riding my bike to work. It was actually my... I was, like, 18. It was my final day. I put it in my two weeks. It was my final day at Ralph's. And I was, I was riding... <laughs> I was riding... I was a bag boy... I was riding my bike over there, and my foot, like, the tip of my foot dragged on, like, the asphalt, and so it just, like, got caught under the pedals, and I flew <laughs> in front of my handlebars, <laughs> broke my elbow, and I was laying, like, crumpled up on the ground. My bike landed on me, like, all this shit, right? And this dude in this van, I'll never forget it, bro, he pulls up next to me, like, in the bike lane, and he goes, damn, bro, you aight? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I, my elbow was just straight fucked up, and uh, he goes... Yeah, well, I just want to let you know that was fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> and he drove off. <laughs> he drove off, dude. Dude, one time, I'm not going to tell the whole story because it's long, but one time we crashed a fucking, we were driving up to go snowboarding and we crashed into an elk and it came through the windshield like it was nuts. We all almost died. It was crazy. I thought my buddy was fully dead because he was covered in elk like guts and brains and shit and i thought it was like his face had been ripped off <laughs> and it was so gnarly that like uh when we pulled over i pulled us over he was unconscious of driving the car i pulled us over and it's like two in the morning on the i-17 in the middle of fucking butt fuck nowhere no cell service no lights nothing um and i managed to flag a car down and this guy pulls up and he's like don't worry, it's going to be okay. And he's running up to us, literally runs up, sees my buddy, goes, uh, uh, turns around, gets in his car, leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Just abandoned us on the side of the road. Dude, the, I called my best friend's dad that night. Like, I got a cell through, and he wakes up. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, Tim, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, man, but Josh is, Josh is. And then he wakes up, and I go, never mind, gotta go. And I just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a panic attack. They're spiraling, thinking their kid's dead. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, no, don't worry about it. Fucking, we had like a bunch of 30 racks and a bunch of weed and drugs and stuff, and it was pitch black. And so I was like, well, the cops are going to come. I got to get rid of it. And I like threw it over the fence that we were on by the side of the road. And these dudes sent like three cop cars, two ambulances and a fire truck. And it's just like all these fucking emergency lights. And you can just see like 30 rack, 30 rack, 30 rack, bag of weed, bag of drugs, bag of pills. And all the cops. The yeah. And the cops are like, you guys know anything about that? And I'm like, I was thinking the same thing. How <laughs> fucking so weird, right? <laughs> and, uh, they like made me ride in the tow truck uh, to our buddy's apartment who was not there. He was out of town and we were going to use his apartment to snowboard. And I drive over with the fucking tow truck driver and he's like, all right, this is it. I'm like, all right, thank you. And I go to my buddy's apartment and I put the key in the door and it's like not working. And I like out of frustration, like hit the door 
and then it hit back and I'm like, oh, fucking my friend Joey is like still here and he's giving me a hard time. So I like basically lose my mind. I'm screaming, fuck you, what let time me is this in now? three in the morning. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Let me in, motherfucker. Joey, you piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. Dude throws the door open. This is just a small Chinese man who's like got a bat and he's in his underwear and he's like, I'll fucking kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I'm so sorry. Uh, I must have the wrong apartment. I walk back to the tow truck and as I'm opening the door, I see myself in the fucking rearview mirror. Bro, I am covered in elk blood. And I've just been at this guy's door at 3 a.m. Let me in, motherfucker! <laughs> and he's looking out. I'm a murderer. I'm full-blown serial killer psychopath at 3 in the morning trying to break into this dude's house covered in blood. Uh, and he was just like, that wasn't cool. And I was like, you're right, dude. I, yeah, for sure. I fucked for that sure. up. For <laughs> sure. That was not kosher, but yeah, dude, Flagstaff's wild. That was a good time out there. I'm almost dying. <laughs> No way, dude. Good shit, yeah. Did you fucking, um, did you guys keep the, the elk? Like, no, I asked that. Dude, it was so funny. The the firefighters, I was like, what happened? And they were like, ah, when the moon's big, they like to stand in the road and look at it. And I'm like, cool. You guys have a sign every three blocks that says you're doing construction a month from now. You can't put a little blip on there that's like, just so you know, there's horse-sized deer on the road for the rest of the night. And he was like, that wouldn't be a bad idea. And I go, fucking government employees, dude. Total scrubs. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we weren't allowed to keep the elk because it was a lady elk. What's that to do with it? It's already dead. That's what I thought. I would have eaten the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking almost killed me, dude. Scarf that bitch. Have you had gator? Uh, yeah, have you. Fire, right? Yeah. I think I only had like jerky, though. Oh, that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have gator tacos. No, I haven't had gator tacos. I've had rattlesnake. Ooh, what does that taste like? <laughs> Chicken, but bad. That's exactly what a gator tastes like. Yeah, but good. Oh, really? Yeah, gators were. I had fried fried gator tacos when I was in Florida. I just can't imagine looking at a fucking dinosaur and being like, "I wonder how that tastes." <laughs> the f who does this shit? Who I've always wondered that. Like, who was the first guy to drink milk? Hell oh, yeah. Who's the first guy that they walked up on sucking on a cow teat, and he was like. Is that what you think you got you guys gotta taste this like no bro that's where the little baby cows suck tit to get milk we don't want to taste it and well, then it became like a third of our diet i think it's because you know humans also milk like they drink out of boobies and shit so they were like i wonder what this one tastes like i think it was just like that not I just, I feel like there's no cows looking at like a pair of fake tits and being like, hmm, I wonder what's in those. <laughs> it's just us doing weird, gross shit like that. Like, well, yeah, we got thumbs. <laughs> well, dude, it's always, it's always, I always think about like, like weed. Like who's the first person to smoke weed? Like, you know, it had to be like an accident, like something caught on fire and they're like, they was like, man, this, we, this feels good. <laughs> the rest of the village burns down because <laughs> one dude's so chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, what's everyone running for? Whole fucking thing's going up. Yeah, it is pretty funny to think about. Um, the, whoever smoked weed for the first time must have hit the jackpot. They knew it right away, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. They're like, well, because like, I like when you, when you haven't smoked in like a while, and then you smoke and you feel that like just right when it hits, like yeah. you know, a minute later, you feel that wave just like flow through you. It's just kind of like that. Like, just like imagine the first time. It, the guy must have felt like Thanos or something, bro. Just fucking. I, uh, I've kind of pulled back a little bit on my, dude, I did something like I've done mushrooms probably 150 times. 
Um, and I was kind of seeing this girl a couple months ago and she was like, do you want a microdose? And I was like, well, I'm a grown up, So yeah, um, <laughs> let's do it. And she, I think she gave me like a gram. That's typically speaking, nothing. Uh, very easy to, to, for me a to manage. Gram. Yeah. Like one gram of mushrooms. I won't even really notice that. Like I'll feel pretty good. Be laughing and shit. Um, I don't know what kind of mushrooms this broad gave me, but this was the only time in my drug using life that I like went to my bathroom and looked in the mirror and went, did this fucking bitch drug me, dude? Like I was lit. I was spiraling for like eight hours, just so fucking ripped on these mushrooms. And it was time of my life. Like it was so fucking fun, but for sure thought I had like been drugged by this chick. And so then uh, she was like, I want to do like some weed edibles and I don't like the ones that they sell in Arizona. So I was like, I'm gonna make some homemade ones. And I didn't tell her how strong they were until after I let her eat it. And she was like, how strong are these? And I was like, well, according to the recipe, uh, we're going to see ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we did not have a good time. <laughs> I did. She did not. <laughs> Uh, I've got a really bad track record of like basically drugging women with edibles because I'm already stoned and break them off like they're me. And I don't know if you've seen the women I date, but they're none of them weigh 195 pounds uh, and they get smoked. I mean, smoked. Dude, so I've only taken an edible. I've taken an edible twice in my life. Okay. And they were both like led to like hilarious stories. But this one, this one actually wasn't that funny. It was kind of scary. I, uh, there was this chick I was trying to fuck her, and uh, we went to this weed. They, it's also dope. It's also weird being out here, like talking about like uh, uh, like weed shops in California. You just walk into like it's Walmart, yeah. buy weed, and just leave. Same in Arizona now. Yeah, like here, like you still got to meet a dude in the parking lot somewhere, which is just the worst. <laughs> yeah, that, there was a girl last night that was a old school drug dealer, old timey drug dealer, walking around with pot in a bag and yeah. breaking off dime bags and shit. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I've gone like back in time. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not my favorite thing. And, uh, and so she was like, Oh, let's do an edible. And so I bought this like cupcake brownie thing. It was like a brownie, <laughs> but it's in the shape of a cupcake and it was 500 milligrams. And I was like, all right, it's not that much. Uh, and so we go back to my dad's place. He was out of town and she takes like, like a chunk. So she probably had like a hundred milligrams. Yeah. And then I was like, well, cause then I literally was like, it's milligrams. I was like, that's less than grams. So I was like, I could just eat the rest of it. And so I ate the rest of it. I ended up having like 400, maybe 450 milligrams of fucking this brownie. And I was like, okay, that's nothing. Right. And so I started, we start smoking more weed dude for two straight days. It was just nighttime. Dude, I do something when I take like, so in order for me to even feel an edible, I have to take a minimum of like 50 milligrams. But typically speaking, I'll do 100. Um, <clears throat> and I fucking do this thing where when these edibles really kick my ass, I laugh uncontrollably. Like the Joker. Like Joker gas. And I can't stop it. And I don't know what it is. Um, and it's happened two times with these girls where they're like barfing. And I'm cackling. Just hysterically laughing in public while they're having a meltdown and their life's over. Um, like, took a girl to a movie, fed her a bunch of edibles. I ate too many. I'm dying laughing. She's barfing in my car. I fly my car like a DeLorean over to Target. <laughs> Get in. I'm dying laughing like a psychopath. I'm just, ah, ha, ha, I need a bucket. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And these people are like, this guy's a lunatic. <laughs> 
Um, and then another time I was in Denver, fed this girl like 125 milligrams on accident and we went to a movie and in the middle of the movie, Seth Rogen is in the movie doing drugs and freaking out. And I look over at her, it's December in Denver. And so she's like in all her winter gear and stuff, barfs all over her gloves in the movie theater, goes to the bathroom. I'm just hysterically laughing. The entire time. I'm in the hallway of the fucking movie theater, dying laughing. She's crying. I can hear it. Uh, she comes out of the bathroom crying worse. She's like, I was throwing up and some girl was Snapchatting it through the crack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's not going to help this laughing thing, dude. You got to not tell me that shit. Uh, just like truly uncontrollable. And yeah, dude, I don't know what it is, but it's like the worst time for me to laugh that... The only times in my life that I've been like, that was a bad time to laugh, was those two times with the edibles and one time at, during your set in Santa Ana, you told some heinous black Jew joke and oh, I was, yeah. and everyone just turned all their heads to me and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I remember that. It was funny. That was fucking funny, dude. Asking you if there's black Jews in Santa Ana, California. <laughs> Oh, I remember that joke. That joke was terrible, yeah, bro. Yeah, brutal. Brutal, but like, it was funny to just tell it at like bars and shit. 100%. What the fuck was that place called? Chapter One. Chapter One. And they'd be doing like karaoke with a live band out front. Yep. That place was great. Were you were you, were you there some of the nights that I was hosting that Cass would just have me host? Yeah, and you would just let me go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do however long you want <laughs> but that was funny because someone was just talking about that to me because there's this guy out there that i i hate dude i hate this guy I hate this guy and i don't even like hate i don't really hate anybody but i hate this guy uh over the course of time just now this name to me <laughs> that might have been picked up by the i mic. like that yeah that might have been picked up by the mic but i whispered it um uh, but, uh, and so this night goes, and so if you, for those of you who don't know, chapter one, it was this like three hour long open mic and there was, you know, the six o'clock or it was a six hour open mic and every once in a while Cass would have me host, uh, I'd get free drinks and I was like, fuck it. Uh, and so like by the, so there's a six o'clock and eight o'clock and a 10 o'clock. So by the eight o'clock, about halfway through the eight o'clock, which is the best show, yeah. um, which is where, you know, all the funny people go, the six o'clock shows are there for people who are just starting. And the 10 o'clock shows for like people who are like, who haven't just started, but they're still figuring it out, you know? And, um, so like halfway through the eight o'clock show, I'm pretty, I'm usually pretty hammered. This is a fucking free tab, bro. Yeah. Uh, and so this guy was on the six o'clock show, uh, and he like came in everybody. Uh, so was, I'm in the back sound booth. And so everybody, when they shows up, they have to come in and check in with me. Uh, and I'm like, all right, cool. Put a check mark next to their name. And then I arrange the order based on like when, well, it's pretty much whenever I want to put people up. Uh, however the, the show's going, how I think. Yeah. To, to just put them in an order where I don't think anybody's going to leave, like the audience. And, uh, and yeah, so like you would show up or like Dom would show up or Farva would show up. And I was like, eh. And so usually people do three. I'm like, eh, you guys want to do ten? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, I feel like half the time I showed up, I was like, I don't, but okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of the alternative some nights at chapter one was five minutes of me having to listen to someone else's set. <laughs> so I'll just do ten. so this guy shows up for the six o'clock spot and he's like hey man i'm here and i was like all right cool whatever uh and he he goes away and then now it's like eight o'clock runs around and literally i think i put you up and then i put dom up and so now like and now people are like 
Jeez, man, he's giving his friends, you know, like 10 minute sets and shit. Like, that. like what's going on? And so the guy comes back up and he's like, hey, man, like I'm still here. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and you're going to be. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> I'm not putting you up for an hour. Dude, it's like 930 rolls around and he, I see him just like staring at me. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, all right, blah, 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 you're on deck. Uh, and then so the guy goes up there. And, you know, so there's there's music, so I could play music. I don't play any music for this dude walking up, so I just call his name out, and he goes up there. And there was people there, bro. Uh, and so, like, he goes up there. You might have left by this time, uh, but correct me if you were there, because Dom was there, and, uh, oh, shit. I forgot who it was that brought it up was there. Uh, and he gets up there, and he goes, so, like, what's the, like, how's everything? I lied him. <laughs> And you know the light at chapter one? Yeah. The, whole, the whole room lights up and you can hear it turn on. It goes like this. Doosh. Like that the, is so awesome. He literally opened his mouth like a sentence and then I just left it on and he literally was just, he stopped talking and just, he thought. Takes the mic out and you light. I literally, yeah, yeah. I literally, I lit him <laughs> 15 seconds through the set. I light this guy just to fuck with him. And then he like, he, he's like, he like points, like I see it. And I just left it on. And he goes, I see it. Uh, and then uh, he goes like that. I go like this. I turn it off. And then I go. I just fucking start like strobe lighting this fucking guy. Like 30 seconds into his set. And he gets so mad. And then he slowly, he starts like, he was about to like say something. I just hear him say my name. And then boom, I start blasting logic loud as fuck. And I play this fool off. Dude, like I, I was like. Uh, it was like now we're even. Like, I don't even hate that guy anymore. Yeah. But he he commented something uh, when Anthony Davis and I roast battled. He commented on like Anthony Davis's post, like promoting it, fucking like beat that chump or something like that, talking about me. And I was like, oh dude, you're like the most unfunny person of all time, <laughs> of all time. That guy sucks, dude. Dude, and there's so many people that are so unfunny out there. Yeah, but I mean, well, for, everywhere. But for you to just be like beat this chump, it's like, oh, I don't like you. Yeah, like, and now I don't care because now it's yeah. like whatever. But like for this, but you're guy, also like friends with Anthony, right? Like, yeah, we're boys. Yeah, like we're like, we, like he fucking brings me on the road and shit, or used to. Yeah. Um, and he's a funny fucker. Yeah, it's so like we're like really good friends, and so like for this guy to beat this chump, I was like, okay, this is like a friendly thing, also. So like whatever, and um, Joe Urell does stuff like that, but you know, it's like uppercase U and chump. <laughs> it's hard to type. <laughs> But yeah, but that fool waited there at chapter one for like three and a half hours just to do 15 seconds. Nope. It was honestly, and the best part, the best part was that he thought maybe like, like people would be like, that's fucked up. But because it was me doing it, everybody there was just like, this is the funniest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Like everybody was just dying, bro. Was, thing, yeah. That night, especially chapter one, some of those things can be fucking brutal, dude. So, so any, anything different where they're like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And also everybody there had also been waiting a little bit too. So they were like. That he just lit this guy 15 seconds in this fucking, but Cass was, Cass would be brutal with that too, about like anybody, he would light people in like 30 seconds and oh, then yeah. he would do the fucking flicker thing. And we would just be sitting there like, damn dude, that fool's fucking savage, bro. And you would watch that dude get mad as fuck when people would like run the light and he would just fucking flick it on and off. Damn. I met crystal chats at fucking chapter, chapter one. one. Yeah. No way. Yeah, She dude. burned some guy that she was on a date with and I thought it was so funny. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm totally gonna sleep with her. And then, uh, <laughs> And despite, I mean, I think literally every male comic within like a 30 mile radius was like, don't, don't, please don't. You will. That will be a bad decision. And I was like, <laughs> like, you guys know fucking virgins. And then, yeah, worst, arguably worst decision ever. Well, do you remember 
Uh, but it's like, yeah, Brandon Bryan's like, I wouldn't. And I'm like, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon, if you're listening. That was funny. But uh, uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Do you remember uh, how I found out that you guys were fucking? Because I fucking, I have a screenshot of it too. Because I FaceTimed you. Oh, and, and I was like, with her. Yeah, you guys were like in bed. Yeah. And I, like, I FaceTimed you for like no reason or something. And then you just answered the phone and like you were just, we were just talking. And then I see her and I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Yeah, uh, that was wow. What a. I met Dom at her mic, the, the K squared mic. K squared, yeah. Yeah, that mic was actually like fire. Until it was, started, like, dude, yeah. Charging people, and then that guy ended up being like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where I met Dom because. Uh, K squared, holy shit, bro. Taking me back. I know. I only did that mic like three times, but it was like always fire. It was good. I mean, I only went once, I think, and obviously was there exclusively to hit on her, um, <laughs> but had a great set. Yeah, that was a cool spot. I met Mike Kim there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I met Dom there. It was like his it was it was like his second open mic ever. Damn. And he was, you know, he's he sticks out like a sore thumb, <laughs> especially in those small ass little theater chairs. And so I told him I was like, "Has anybody ever told you like I was on stage, has anybody ever told you that you look like Mike Napoli, who is <laughs> a, you know, the former catcher for the yeah. Angels, and he looks just like him." And he was like, "Yeah, you did last night." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit." Uh, I didn't even realize that it was the same guy. Do you remember where we met? I swear it was at Gallagher's, I was but I don't say remember Gallagher's. meeting. Yeah, I think it was Gallagher's. Because uh, I was so lucky. Literally, the first night I went out to do comedy, I went to Black Bull. That was what that was called, right? Yeah, the one next door to next Gallagher's. Next to Gallagher's. And yeah. it was Kenon running that. And RJ Sains was on that. He introduced me to RJ. RJ introduced me to Cass. Um, and then like, I was on like the next Gallagher show. Yeah, no. It was so easy. We, we definitely met at a Gallagher show. Cause I think we met after you heard my set. Yeah. You heard that old lady. I heard joke. that old yeah. lady joke. And you were like, I'm meeting that fucker. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Because then I was, I think I started hanging out with you guys when you guys were doing the Marlin room or whatever. Marlin bar. Marlin bar. Yeah. dude. <laughs> Fucking crazy. That was like four years ago. Was that on Edinger? Um, uh, it was, yeah, on Edinger and Springdale. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like right after that, you guys got Amazing Comedy Theater, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then everything kind of just fell into place. I started Dude, one of my favorite jokes, what was that? By who? Me. <laughs> um, it was like one of the first shows I came to with you guys hosting, you and Brandon hosting together. And, uh... Oh, yeah, I said, this is so funny. It's like uh, two of Jared Leto's best roles, Fight Club and uh, I pointed at you and said Dallas Buyers Club or whatever that one is where he has AIDS. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, cause, yeah, Brandon Bryan looked like Ali Mikofsky. He had the fucking bleach blonde oh, hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of incels past. <laughs> That was so funny. Every week that I would see him, I would tag Ali Mikofsky instead of Brandon and be like, killing it. <laughs> Such a scrub. Dude, do you remember uh, Do you remember that backyard show? Um, I didn't go to it, I don't think. 
you were, oh, you were yeah, on the it. party, the There's, birthday party or whatever. Yeah, and we, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. we did a show. And I was then, trying to double team that girl with Mike. Oh, yeah. And then you guys disappeared to like go get Coke or something. You guys, we'll be right back. And you guys just never came back. <laughs> yeah, because we took her with us and we went to my house. Who? Uh, Caroline. She went with you guys? Oh, yeah. You guys smash? No. What and happened? She, on the way home, she's like, I'm 18. And we were both like, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, no, that was actually hysterical because I like put her in my roommate's room and I was like, all right, you know, you can sleep here. Uh, and then Mike was on the couch and I went to my bed, pass out early morning sunlight's coming in and like, you know how you can feel the weight of somebody in the bed next to you? Yes. I was like, Oh fuck. Yes. This bitch came to my bed, dude. Roll over face to face with naked Mike Eaton. <laughs> <laughs> This dude just crawled in bed with me, like, and not even like the outside edge. My bed was in the against a wall, and he had to crawl in from the far side. It's like, just the fact that I didn't wake up to a three hundred pound man climbing in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> oh my god. That, that show, so that fun. show and party was fucking fun, dude. so fun. But yeah, I was talking about like his like Nick Romero showed up or whatever, and then he fucked that chick in his car. Yep. You remember watching him spit game? Yeah, I very laughed. Of, I made efficient. fun of it so hard because it was so hysterical. <laughs> uh, because what it was was in reality like a grade A grooming technique um, on that only works on young women. You can't like hold a thirty-two-year-old woman's hand and look her in the eyes and be like, yes. <laughs> Tell me more about your high school dance class. <laughs> yeah, that's magical. That you, chick, that you're really gonna, like you're gonna do something. Yeah, and she's just fucking smitten, eating it yeah, up, bro. eating it up. And I'm like, dude, this guy's wearing prescription glasses and like his got pomade in and all this shit, and he's just like just come off his last acoustic fallout boy set you know like this is such a scrub and they were just eating it up and i was just watching it and i was like I, I know this only works on young girls and then it was yeah what fucking uh, six months later all these girls are like yeah that guy's like a total rapist creep and i went oh that checks out <laughs> dude was it you that I, I i used a fake number and texted you pretending to be him yeah, and it was I was just giving it right back. It was so funny because that was one of those times where you were like, "God damn, dude!" Like, <laughs> I was expecting a little more of a reaction because yeah, it was right after we recorded the pod where I roasted him, and you went, you moved here, and you were texting me on another number, and you were like, "Motherfucker, you can't believe you'd say that stuff about me." And I'm like, "Yo, I mean, I think I would say that I would say it again just because I totally would." Um, and also, it's it's right around the time that you sexually assault somebody that. Credibility is hard to come by. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's, you know, in your mind, it's like the chicken or the egg. What came first? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was the sexual assault. Um, that's what came first. And then I roasted you on a mic and I'll do it uh, probably repeatedly until it stops being relevant. <laughs> <laughs> that was I've never seen someone more vanish. Yeah, like more effectively canceled than that. Yeah. Because he afterwards, because I talked about it on a podcast, I think it was episode 66, where with Julia Machen, and we talked about it, and he heard it, he listened to the podcast, and this was like right after, and he sent me like this huge paragraph about like, like a book, dude, about like how he's getting better, and like all this stuff, and I was like, that's cool, man, I'm glad you're like working on yourself or whatever, 
and then he sent me like another paragraph and I didn't respond to it. And then he like changed his number, moved somewhere, disappeared like completely. Yeah. And I've like, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like that. He actually did show up at Bretta's open mic, uh, like six months ago. He showed up, uh, to like go up and they let him go up and he like did the same jokes that he's always done. And it's been like, it's like he didn't even talk about like getting canceled or nothing. And they were like, he never made me laugh. Um, I laughed at him like existing in the world because that's <laughs> funny. But like his jokes never made me laugh. He, he, he was all right. He definitely, I don't know. Um, I don't want to kick a guy when he's down. You know what I mean? I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. You sound like the Ovalde shooter's mom. <laughs> Let's not disparage his name. <laughs> I don't want to kick a guy while he's down. <laughs> he had his reasons. Yeah, his reasons are he's a creepy, horny dude. Uh, so, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that whole thing was crazy, though, because I'll never forget where I was when I saw that Twitter page. Remember that Twitter page? Wasn't the girl that we're talking about, like, one of the people on it? Uh, the girl from the party? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, but I literally, I was in Sequoia. I was in Sequoia National Park, just sitting on the balcony of like our little like Airbnb thing overlooking. There was this fucking sweet ass river going by like all these rocks, a little waterfall. I was fucking high as shit, dude. And drunk. Like I had bought like a fucking two gallon thing of Maker's Mark for my, for my stepdad and his birthday. Uh-huh. Cause we were there. It was there cause I was meeting his uh, my new stepmom for like the first time, not meeting her, but I mean like, ha- like spending time yeah, 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 with, yeah. To, like get to know or whatever. So my little brother was there too, my middle brother. And so like, we were just, I was on the patio. I just fucking smoked, bro. Like I was fucking straight chilling, dude. Like, and, um, it was like 5 PM and I just get this notification on my phone and I was just about to put my phone away too. Cause like, usually if I'm like alone like that and I'm like in nature, I was like, I'm fucking putting my phone away. But right before I put my phone away, my phone vibrates and it says, do not book cancel these predators just followed you on Twitter. I was like, huh? And I was like, what's this? So I open up the notification yeah, and it's just sweating. Well, yeah, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> what, what did I do? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh, and then it was just a straight smear campaign against Nick Romero. Every yeah. post dude. the, the chick that he, the chick, his girlfriend that he beat up, like his fucking, yeah. uh, her, that chick's mom, like made a Twitter account just to like post. And it was, it was crazy, bro. It was oh, yeah. crazy. I have screenshots of all of it. Cause I was like, this yeah, is it worked. Be- you were right. I mean, it worked so fast and he just vanished. Gone, gone, gone. And I was like, this is fucking insane. You know what it was, dude? I literally saw him after that party and stuff. Remember Sal's pizza? On oh, like the, Melrose, the comedy hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where Mike hosted all his shows. Um, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah. I was there for a show that Mike was on, and it got canceled like minutes before. Um, and were there so, people there? Uh, no, like, oh, okay. comics were showing up and stuff. And so we walk out, and I was with Crystal, and Romero turns the corner, and he was on the show, and I just remember thinking it was so funny because he didn't live in LA, right? He, he lived in uh, Redondo, like Redondo Beach. Okay, so not as far, but he like shows up. Oh, what are we doing? And I was like, oh, they canceled the show. And literally, I think I like patted him on his shoulder, and all of us just kept walking. Just bailed on the guy. <laughs> and then it was like two days later, canceled. And I was like, that's so awesome. That was two days later? Yeah, it was like so, so close to it. And I was just like, that's so awesome, dude. I love to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, if people are scrubs, I love seeing the takedown. And I'm sure someone will be like, you said 
Mystery of the Orient on a podcast. And I'll be like, grow up, dude. Grow up, dude. (laughs) That whole thing was crazy because in, like, so he served, he served like five years in prison for like what he did. (laughs) I did not know that. You didn't know that? Yeah. No wonder he does acoustic sets. That guy got pounded, dude. A hundred percent. I bet if you went on like an acoustic subreddit, you'd find him. What? Because he'd just be playing fucking <laughs> Fall Out Boy or uh, what's the one with the girl, Paramore? <laughs> <laughs> that used to just crack me up, bro. Because that's like what I'm saying. That shit only has an effect on a 19-year-old. It's like, oh my God, is he's so talented. It's so, like, it just melts my heart when he sings these songs. I, I think like, the no chick one was cares. just a whore and wanted a fucking older guy. Like, yeah. I think you're giving her too much credit. No, not her specifically. All of them. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, that oh. was just his target demographic. The best part is that chick that he fucked has herpes. Awesome. For real. She got it afterwards, but she has it now. <laughs> I don't know how that's relevant. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Because <laughs> she gave it, she, she got like mouth herpes by cheating on this guy. And then, like, she didn't tell the dude. And then she, like, sucked that guy's dick and, like, gave him dick herpes. And then she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, yeah, that was me. I would be. How mad would you be if you got dick herpes? Just so mad. Just so mad. Would you pull a Nick Romero and beat her up? No, I wouldn't beat anybody up. But (laughs) that would just be because then I have to become a villain. Like. (laughs) Now, now I'm the one not telling people I have herpes. That's so di- <laughs> <laughs> that's so disrespectful to put me in that position. <laughs> well, you know, a guy we've talked about multiple times on the podcast right now has herpes too, right? Who? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he probably got it like a barbecue bathroom. <laughs> no, he used to love whores back in the day. So yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, that shit was funny when he told me. He told me on the podcast. We were oh, really? Talking, yeah, yeah. We. I don't know. I was just talking about how like I was talking about like herpes and how funny it is. Blah blah. blah. He's like, you know, I have herpes, right? And I was like, <laughs> I started dying. And he's like, I'm serious. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I have herpes on my dick. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no way. And I was like, I was like, dude, like, how do you like fucking? He's like, it's not always there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't know that. Like, you know, I've never fucking sucked a dick with herpes. Like, yeah. I don't fucking. I, don't. I saw it one time, but I just thought it was hot Cheeto dust. <laughs> <laughs> He's notorious for that. You know, he tells a whole joke about not even knowing that he's consciously putting Cheetos in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. Well, do you remember? Do you remember in like health class, like the slides of like STDs? Yeah, they were so, brutal. So I grew up in, I went to high school at Fountain Valley High School, which was like all, last thing and then we'll get out of here, uh, which was like all uh, like Asians and white people. There was like three black dudes in the entire school and I could still name them. Uh, Jordan Franklin, Nick Malone. And, um, oh shit. What was this other guy's name? Uh, we're friends on Snapchat, whatever. Um, obviously not an athlete. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> um, damn it. What was this guy's name? Yeah, whatever. Um, and so there's only three black dudes in the entire school and, uh, it was fucking hilarious. So they're doing the slides, right? You know, they're showing vaginas with hepatitis. They're fucking showing dicks with whatever. And then, <laughs> bro, this slide comes on. And it's just this black dick and the whole class starts screaming like, ah, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is that? Like just screaming. Right. And the fucking teacher, I'll never forget it, dude. Mr. Coles. He was like, what the fuck? And we're like, fucking dude, the fucking dick's black, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, dude, fucking black people have dicks too. And because we all thought that the STD made the guy's dick black. 
We all thought, well, so yeah, that's all I'm picturing is people just adding a big black dick at the end of the slideshow, and you're like, "What's STD is that?" And he goes, "Doesn't have one. Just want to make all of you know, like, you are not sufficient. All you whites in this room, you three guys, dap them up. The three black <laughs> yeah, dudes in yeah. the room." <laughs> But it was like a. It, then you look closer and like the dick hole had herpes or something. But we all thought that it, it was, was a mag light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was funny, bro. We were just like, he was like, dude, fucking black people have dicks too, and we we're like, oh, whew. Because I, it was, it was really fucking funny, bro. That class was fucking hilarious because we had like a bunch of retards in it, bro. Like this one guy. You know what's so funny about all of what you've just said? What you could not legally say any of it in a school today. What do you mean? <laughs> black people have dicks too, and one black person would be like, "Speak for yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I had bottom surgery, and it's like, "Well, you did have one, okay?" <laughs> you can't make such a basic generalization anymore. Black people have dicks, <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> not all of them. Oh my god, Dude, yeah. This uh, this guy that was in the class, we were learning about how pee. Or like like a urine is a natural spermicide, mm-hmm. uh, and this guy just raises his hand, bro, and he goes, he goes, you're telling me that if after I, I he said after I'm done fucking a girl, if I pee in her pussy like a urinal, that she won't get pregnant, and the teacher dude, Mr. Cole, just stared at him, bro, like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, are you retarded, bro? And then this other kid from across the room goes. You can't pee with a boner, retard. And the whole fucking and the other guy goes, "Yes, you can. I do it all the time." And they just start fucking yelling at each other. And the whole time, Mr. Coles, I'll never forget it, bro. He just stood up there, and I just watched him just sigh, just like, "God, dude, why do I do this?" Dude, I when I was living in Arizona before I moved to California, um, I had a roommate, and he came home one day when I'm like watching TV, and he has two dudes with him, and he's like, "Yo, these are like some boys I just met at the bar. You cool if they like come and smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, dude. You're fucking grown up. You live here too. Um, do what you want." And they sit down with me on the couch and stuff. And this black dude that he was with, I don't even know this dude's name. He doesn't even know mine. Just bumps me and goes, let me ask you a question. I go, what's up, dude? And he goes, you ever drink titty milk? <laughs> and I go, I, I'm positive, or at least I'm hoping that this is like a rhetorical question because like we were all babies and sucked gallons of titty milk down back in the day. And he's like, Motherfucker, no. I'm talking like right now, titty milk. And I was like, Derek, who the fuck did you bring to the house, dude? <laughs> and this guy's like, man, you guys are going to give me attitude about it, make me feel bad. And I'm like, yeah, dude. I guess that's on my roommate for not telling you where he brought you. But you can't come into my house and start talking about titty milk and think I'm not going to comment on it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bro, I date this pregnant bitch. And I'll literally just be like fucking her. And like pull a shot glass that I keep on my bedside table and just squirt some titty milk in, take a quick shot. And I'm like, cool. So I'm calling the cops. <laughs> uh, just stay where you are. <laughs> oh my God. Absolute madness. Well, I was just talking the other day about would you ever have. Uh, like women's breast milk ice cream because they make breast milk ice cream. Nah. Why? I don't even drink cow's milk or eat cow's milk ice cream. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I do sometimes. Dude, I fucking looked it up. I want to see how expensive it was, so I looked it up, and the only thing that popped up was this article that says, breast milk ice cream, 
bad for you or just bad taste? (laughs) (laughs) But I bet they sell it at Erewhon. (laughs) It's $30 for a pint. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. Well, I was thinking, I was like, man, does like like black titty milk taste different than like, you know, like, like, you know, or like. Yeah, you're under the delusion that brown cows produce chocolate milk. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm not, I don't like Rocky Road. So I was like, I don't fucking, you know, I don't want. Dude, I was bartending uh, years ago with this white chick who exclusively dated black dudes. um, And I was telling her, I was like, oh, dude, I just read this article that like. If you eat a bunch of fucking pineapple, your cum tastes like pineapple. And our GM hears that, comes up and he goes, I wonder what your boyfriend's tastes like. Grape soda. (laughs) What'd she say? She was so mad. And then I was like, answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I think that's the perfect spot to fucking end this. Beautiful. All right. Final minute of the podcast. You want to plug anything? Uh, nope. I'm going to be moving to uh, San Diego in a few months. Get back into the scene out there. So anybody that's out there, keep your eyes open. I'll be I'll be coming. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for doing the podcast. Absolutely.